Please bow in prayer. Gracious Lord, we pray that you will open our hearts and our ears to listen to your word and come into our hearts through your Holy Spirit to give us new life and strength and help us always to see that you are indeed with us. You are the Christ, the risen Lord, and you have opened up the hope of eternal life to all who put their trust in you. Uh, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today is Mother's Day. And um, there are some others here, I'm sure, and some children of the mothers who can express their love and compassion and faithfulness to their mothers who are very dear to them. Well, how do you do that? You who have mothers that you can talk to and, and uh, give things to, you give them a Mother's Day card, perhaps uh, signed with your uh, own handwriting and uh, a note of expressing your love in the card. Perhaps you have given her or will give her flowers on this special day. Or are you planning a dinner out? Perhaps you'll take her to the Tillamook Creamery and buy her a double-dip ice cream cone. Or you might even give your mother uh, jewelry if you have a lot of money in your piggy bank uh, to do that. The greatest gift a son or a daughter can give to his or her mother is genuine love and honor, but not just on Mother's Day, but on every day. Jesus loved his disciples. Uh, I'm sure he spoke the, those words of love to them and by his actions and what he did for them and how he taught them, they must have realized that he truly did love them. He gave the summary of the commandments in Scripture. We read, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest command. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Speaking to his disciples in the upper room on Monday, Thursday, Jesus said, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Well, how are we doing with that loving one another and loving others? I'm sure we try, as Christian people, try very hard to love those who are close to us, our parents, our spouse, our brothers and sisters, our other relatives and, and those who, who live around us, our friends. But there are certainly times when we fail to show genuine love. We confess that in the confession, as you may remember the words. We don't love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind. We don't always love our neighbor as ourselves. When we fail to love even those people around us who are dear to us, with our Lord's help and guidance, we must ask for forgiveness and genuinely seek to amend our loveless ways. 
Knowing our Lord's desire that we love everyone, we try to accomplish that, but we must confess that we often fail. We may find it especially difficult to love people who are quite different than we are in one way or another. It's a challenge to show the love of our, Lord, our Lord wants us to have toward other people who act differently than we expect them to act. It's very difficult and often impossible for us to love those who disagree with us and who dislike us and may even wrong us in one way or another. Yes, we must confess that we fall short in our ability to love as the Lord calls us to love. In today's gospel, our Lord Jesus informs us that he has sent and continues to send a helper, a counselor, to help us love. During his teaching in the upper room on Monday, Thursday, Jesus told his disciples that he would be going away from them. He said, my children, I will be with you only a little longer. Where I am going, you cannot come. And of course, the disciples were probably confused and, and quite saddened when they heard those words. But Jesus assured them, and he assures us, do not let your hearts be troubled. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, I would have told you that I am going there to my Father's house to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Jesus leaving and coming back, might have, he might have been speaking about his death on the cross, his burial, and then his resurrection. He also may have been referring to his ascension into heaven and his promise as he, he went into heaven to his disciples, I will come back in the same way you saw me leave. And we know the Lord, we have that promise as well, that he will come again. And everyone in the world will witness his coming. And he will gather all who put their trust in him into his eternal uh, kingdom. And also, in today's gospel, it's good for us to hear the words of Jesus when he assures us that we will never be left alone. Note that it was not the disciples who requested that helper, that counselor, but rather Jesus said, I and my Father will send this spirit, this helper to you. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The NIV translates Jesus' words this way, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The word translated advocate or a uh, uh, counselor in the Greek is paraclete. And paraclete literally means well, someone who comes to your aid, someone who comes to your side. During a, a race, a marathon or some other race, uh, a person who is not in the race may kind of run along next to the racer 
with encouraging words. Keep it up. You're doing fine. Uh, you'll make it all the way. Or in the court of law, the paraclete would be a person who comes alongside the person being accused to help defend that person in trouble. Jesus tells his disciples, and he tells us, when I go away, I will not leave you alone. I will ask the Father, and he will send another counselor to be with you forever. And we note that Jesus uses the words, another. In other words, he's not going to stop being their helper, their advocate. He will continue to do that. But he and the Father is going to send another helper, another counselor, the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. And so we believe that Jesus is indeed with us. He is with us here in his house of worship. He is with us when we go to our homes, when we go to our work, or we go to our recreational activities, whatever we do, we know the Lord is with us as he promised. We have not been left alone like orphans. We are also being blessed with the ongoing, never-ending presence of our triune God. God blessed us with physical life at our birth, and he continues to bless us with everything we, we need, every physical blessing in life. We acknowledge this blessing from God every time we pray the Lord's Prayer and, said, and say, give us this day our daily bread. Luther's meaning to this fourth petition is this. He says, God certainly gives daily bread to everyone without our prayers, even to all, even evil people. But we pray in this petition that God would lead us to realize this and to receive our daily bread with thanksgiving. So God is taking care of us in this way. Also, we have to realize and remember that in baptism, our triune God made us his own, his own people. In baptism, our sins are forgiven. In baptism, the Holy Spirit comes to us and opens up the kingdom of heaven for us. The Holy Spirit enables us to be born from above with the water and the Spirit, as Jesus said. In baptism, our sins are completely forgiven. This is possible because our Lord Jesus made it possible by his death on the cross. The forgiveness won by Christ becomes ours personally as the Holy Spirit includes us in the kingdom of our Lord through the washing of holy baptism. It grants, gives us great hope and joy to know that the Holy Spirit did not leave us and Jesus did not leave us after our baptism. The Holy Spirit continues to daily call, gather, and enlighten us in the one true faith as we read or hear the words and the promises of Jesus in our personal Bible study, in our Sunday worship services, in our group Bible studies, and as we receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus in the bread, in and with the bread and the wine, in the Lord's Supper, we enjoy and rejoice 
in this personal, real presence of our Lord. The Holy Spirit is also active along with Jesus in that Lord's Supper, for there our sins are forgiven, our faith is nurtured, and we are once again reassured that we have not been left alone. The Holy Spirit cannot be seen, but our Lord promises that he is with us and in us, just, and he says the Holy Spirit is also with us and in us and in our lives. Jesus also says the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Well, the Holy Spirit enables us, along, along as, as well as Jesus himself, enables us to love one another. The word love appears four times in today's gospel. In verse 15, the first verse of the gospel reading, Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commandments. In the last verse, verse 21, of the gospel lesson today, love appears three times. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me, Jesus says. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. When Jesus says, whoever keeps my commands, he is not referring only to the Old Testament Ten Commandments or any other uh, word of command in Scripture. He's referring to our need to accept his will, to accept him as our Lord, to uh, accept his promises through faith, and to cherish them. As we do that, we are showing our love for him. And when, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we display our Lord's love, we can also love one another. It is with great joy that we receive our Heavenly Father's and our Lord Jesus' gift of the Holy Spirit, the Helper, the Paraclete, who is ours uh, continually. Listen again to Jesus' promise to his disciples and to us today. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. So we rejoice today as we know and believe that the Holy Spirit lives in us daily and forever, enabling us to love our Lord Jesus Christ and to love others around us. So may the Holy Spirit, our helper, strengthen and preserve your faith and encourage you and give you the guidance you need to share the love of Jesus with people around you. God grant this for Jesus' sake. Amen. We rise to confess our faith according to the words of the Apostles' Creed.